0: Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 112, What You Want Matters. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, mamas, welcome back to the podcast. I hope all is going well with you. We have been having monsoon season over here in Arizona and it's been gorgeous. Um, Clouds almost every afternoon and rain, but not so much that we have excessive flooding because it doesn't soak into the ground here. It just kind of sits on the top and then there's a lot of it. It rushes down into the streams or anywhere else that we have. Anyway, so that has just been wonderful. I've been loving it. All right. So today I want to talk about what you want and why it matters. I had an experience with my coach a while back and that's what really brought this up for me was as she was coaching me, she kept coming back to this idea that what I wanted mattered, that I wanted it for a reason and that it matters And that it matters for a good reason. And because what I had kept doing is had kept really discounting what I want and that it just wasn't as important as what my husband wanted or it wasn't as important as what my children wanted or what my children needed. She really challenged that and had me really think about it and not just think about what I want as in the things that I don't have right now and want, but the things that I do have right now and want. I want to repeat that because I want you to really think about that. That the things that we want, some of them we already have. And some of them we don't. And to remember to still want the things that you wanted when you didn't have it and now you have. So for example, I want to be married to my husband. I want children. I want my children. And on those days when it can get a little hard, sometimes we can forget, oh these are the things that I want. But it's not just because wanting is not just longing for something you don't have, but it's also an appreciation of what you do have, wanting it and that we can want from a place of abundance. And that's what that is. When you want something you already have, it is a sign of, almost like a sign of gratitude for what you do have and that you still want it and that you still take care of it. And that is something that's often forgotten as we step into motherhood, but not just generally motherhood, but when we step into the archetype of being a martyr mother. The martyr mother is somebody that ends up giving up everything that she wants, even the feeling of wanting for her children, or for her husband, or for other people. And then she continues to live a life that she doesn't enjoy, where she's not enjoying being married or enjoying raising her kids or enjoying, and I'm not necessarily saying every moment, even when you want what you have, is just lovely and joyful. But what I'm saying is when there's an absence of enjoying what you have and wanting what you have, life is that much more difficult and way, way less enjoyable. And we end up treating the things that we have that we want with ingratitude. Whether that be our house, the bills that we get to pay to have that house, or electricity to that house, or plumbing, for food that we want, for our, um, for our children, for our friends that we do have, for the family that we have. Even if we don't like all of the dynamics and all of the drama or anything else that's happening in our families, still knowing that we have a family, we want a family, and we want the good things about that family. And then there are things that we want about our family that aren't yet manifest, that aren't yet happening, but we still want it. The point here is that when we begin to want from a place of abundance and gratitude, whether we have the thing or not, we already are enjoying our lives that much more. Wanting something and kind of basking in that and living in that space where what you want matters is really what's standing in the way of enjoying what you want. When you want something from a place of abundance, you already get to enjoy your life. So let's talk about why what you want Matters And why it matters not just for you, but why it matters for your family. When we want something, whether that's something big like a big dream, a goal, an aspiration, or something smaller like a nap or good food or hanging out with friends or anything along that line, So let's talk about why what you want matters and why it matters for you and it matters for your family. Wanting is an innate thing that we experience as humans. We all want something. And it is something that really drives not just our survival, but our expansion. Like an infant will want for food and they will express that want through crying or rooting they will want for a clean diaper. They will want for sleep. These wants are critical to their survival and them knowing that they want it or paying attention to the signals that they want it are important for us as their mothers to know so that we can help them stay healthy and help them thrive. Now, as they get older, right, they start to express for wants that they just want want that aren't necessary for survival, but it's something that they just want. And sometimes we say no to those things, right? Because we know that they're not best for them, but it's important to acknowledge, right? That that was something that they did want and that who they, what they want matters, even if the answer is no, that they're being heard, Now, we're really good at doing that most of the time for our kids. When it comes to us, we grow up, we become mothers, and all of a sudden, for many of us, what we want takes a back seat, as if it doesn't matter anymore. Mom wants um, a nap. Well, it doesn't matter, right, because my kids need me. Now, the fact that you want a nap does still matter, regardless of whether or not you take it. And here's why it's important to acknowledge that. Because when we want something and we feel that want and in our minds we respond with, well, that doesn't matter because so-and-so's needs are more important than mine, whether that's my husband or my children or my friends or my family, anybody else. If it's like what I want doesn't matter or what I need doesn't matter because someone else exists in the world that needs something too, What that does is it teaches our minds that we don't matter, that we are to be put on the back burner, that we really don't need to address what we want. We don't need to put forth any time and effort to get the things that we want. And some of those things that we want are actually things that we need. And when we do this, this kind of brushing aside what we want, brushing aside what we as mothers and just as human beings desire, we start to erode not only our own value, our own self-confidence, but the enjoyment of our own lives. And what often happens instead of us going, wait a second, I matter. What I want matters. I'm going to do something about this. Instead, what I often see happening is we delegate that out to someone else. So as a mother, you caretake for your children. You get them what they want. You get them what they need. All they do is express it and you deliver, right? Especially when they're young. As they grow older, that's not the story as often. But especially as kids with special needs, if you have them, then that is something that you do. You deliver that. They ask, they need, they want, you deliver. And so what we do sometimes as adult women is that we delegate that out to someone else. Most of the time, it's our husbands or our close friends, maybe even sometimes our children, where it's like mom has a want, and maybe we express it in a passive way, And then we wait around and we wait around. Like, why isn't someone making time for me to make a nap? Like, why isn't someone making time for me to take a nap? Why isn't someone else seeing that I want this thing and doing something about it? Why aren't we making the food I want to eat? Why isn't anyone making that effort? Or they all know that I want a clean house. Why don't they put forth the effort to try to make it clean? Because it's something I want. Hopefully this is making sense. We delegate that out. Now listen, as much as we love our family and we love these people, if up to this point you delegating it out, your needs and your wants out to them to meet and they're not getting met, what I want you to notice is that they're really not that good at meeting your needs and your wants. They're not really that good at getting them for you. Now, if this happens for you, that's great. Like, you know, if they, if they do and they're good at that, that's, that's great. What I've noticed is that doesn't happen for most women. That doesn't happen for most moms. And you can try to spend all of your time and all of your energy trying to get them to give you what you want, or you can go get it on your own. And you might find that they're all quite supportive of you doing that too. And who better to do it than you? You are gonna know what you want. You're gonna know how you want it, when you want it, when you need it. You are the perfect person to go get it. And I can tell you from personal experience, it takes a lot less energy to just go get it done myself. It's not really romantic, it's not fairy tale like, it's the real world and it really works. Now something else I notice with us moms is is this dynamic happening between I have to either neglect my children or be with my children. This kind of dichotomy. So like, right? It's like my all of my children's needs matter more and and come first and there's just not enough time in the day to get everything done that they need. That's their medication, their therapies, the food, the the laundry, the house cleaning, and then work on top of that, like, and you name it, All, all of the things. There's just not time in the day to do all of that and then do stuff for me. Like, how am I ever going to do stuff for me unless I decide to neglect somebody else? And we really just give ourselves those two options, right? Self-sacrifice for everyone else or neglect everyone else to get our own needs met. And I want to tell you that there are more options than that. Not options time-wise, right? We have 24 hours in a day and we can all choose what we're going to do with it. That's not what I'm talking about. Like there's more, there's more options as in we can just get more time as an option. No, what I'm saying is that there are more ways to think about it than that. If you're going to do something for yourself, you are going to not be with your kids. You're going to not be with your husband or you're going to be, quote unquote, neglecting them for the time that you are doing something for you. Like on the outside, that's going to be happening. But what's happening inside of your head, there are a lot more options than just thinking, I'm neglecting them by doing this for me and that's bad. Or they keep coming after me and I just can't get away from them. Right? We have so many more ways to think about it. And so I want to offer you one that has really helped me to embrace doing the things that are rejuvenating for me. So, and here's what I've learned, is that when I think this mindset, not only do I benefit, but my family benefits. And the simple mindset is, what I want matters. And when I meet my needs, and my wants, and the wants I'm talking about are like your your higher wants. Not like I want a bowl of ice cream, but I want to work out. I want to build a business. I want to get involved in acting or do pottery or do this hobby. Those kind of higher wants that's not running away or buffering from your life, but is a creation sort of want. That when I want these things and I do the work to get the things that I want and get the things that I need, I am rejuvenated. I am filled up. Not only am I filled up, but I have extra to give. I can overflow so that when I go home, I have overflow. And not only do I get to keep my cup full, but my family benefits from that overflow. The imagery here that I want you to imagine is a cup or a glass sitting inside a bowl. And when you fill that cup with the activities of doing what you need and what you want, whether that's sleep, food, exercise, friendship, vacations, creation of some kind, whether that's a book or a hobby or a business. When you do the activities that not only fill that cup, but overflow that cup, and imagine that your children are there, they're smaller cups down around you, right? Big glass in the middle, smaller cups, lining the outside of that cup, all inside a big bowl, Once you fill your own cup to overflow, then your children's cups can get full. And then their cups are full and it overflows and goes to someone else as well. Whereas instead, what we're doing, and that's an abundance kind of wanting, an abundance way of filling up your wants and, and your needs. Whereas a scarcity kind of wanting is where you... Fill it up just enough so it reaches the top and then you kind of cap it there. And then every time your kids need something, you have to spoon out some water and put it in their cup and spoon out some water and put it in their cup, each for, uh, for your kids or for your husband. And pretty soon your cup is empty and it might stay empty for a while before you go and fill it up again. <laughs> I know what that's like and it doesn't work very well. But then you run dry and your kids run dry and then it takes what feels like twice as much effort to get back in there and fill that cup up to overflowing, right? You do need to have consistent pouring, consistent water pouring into that cup. So instead of waiting on someone else to pick up a pitcher, imagine there's a pitcher full of water sitting next to that bowl with all those cups in it instead of waiting and hoping for somebody else to pick up that pitcher and pour that water into your cup until it's overflowing, you can do it. You don't have to wait for anybody to come and save you in this way. You get to decide, and you can do it. And when you take the time to reach over and pick up that pitcher... And pour that water out into that cup and be generous with it. Then is when you have control. Then is when you are wanting from a place of abundance and that other people get to benefit from it. Now, please don't hear me saying you should spend all day doing things for yourself. Because what I have noticed either draws out of my cup or stops the flow of water into my cup, the most influential thing is my thinking. When it comes to filling my cup to the brim and overflow or being dry, it is my mindset that really determines that. Things are going to happen the way they happen on the outside. Your kids are going to need things. People around you are going to need things. And when I come from a place of nobody thinks about me, nobody cares what I want, nobody's willing to put their necks out for me, how come my friends aren't calling me, how come my kids can't just leave me alone for a minute, all those kinds, that kind of thinking those are actually spoons or little ladles dipping into my cup and taking water out. Those thoughts alone. Whereas all the same things could be happening during the day and instead I could go, oh, my kid is fussy. They really need something. You know what? I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to get them some food, get them some water, get them a snack. And then we're going to go out and we're going to Take a walk, because that's what I needed today. I need to take a walk, so I'll get some food for them, and I'm just going to bring them with me. We're going to go on this walk. Or I'm going to put them in front of a show while I go into my, my garage and I work out. Or I'm going to wait until they're asleep at night, and although it might take a little bit more mental discipline on my part to get up and work out or go out or whatever it is, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to pick up that pitcher, and I'm going to flow it in, and it's going to be fun. And it might not feel that way right away, but it can be. But you can see by just the changing of the thinking of it's worth it, I'm worth it, that instead of having those ladles of water withdrawn from your cup, it can sit there until you're ready to pour some more in. Something else that has really helped me to start filling up my cup more and help it overflow is to realize that we all take turns for each other, and that's what we do as a family. We take turns. We give a lot to a lot of people that need it. And when you have kids with special needs, they need a lot of extra time and extra attention. And so you give it to them and then you can get them to the place where it's like, look, now it's mom's turn. We're going to take turns. right? Whether that means you get a respite care worker, a babysitter, or you figure out how you can get what you need at home right? Because there are more options out there. If we're willing to hold on and believe that what you want matters, you will find more solutions. Like they just pop up. As soon as I shifted into no, what I want matters, what I need matters. And taking the initiative and the time and the money to get those things for me matters. And when I have that mentality, all of a sudden, all these options start popping up that I just didn't see before because I closed them off with thinking that it didn't matter, so I shouldn't look. So, I want to share with you some of the things I'm doing in my own life in hopes that it might spark some ideas for you. I enjoy good food. And for a long time, I was only making what I thought my family would eat or what they liked because they didn't really enjoy or like the food that I liked. But then I decided, you know what, what I want matters, and me enjoying the food that's made in our home also matters, and we can take turns. So we take turns during the week, and there are days that we have stuff that they like and days that we have stuff that I like. And they don't really like it all that much, but it matters, and because I matter, I make it anyway. And so we take turns with it, and I make stuff that I enjoy for lunch, too, and make sure that we're having stuff that I enjoy in the house. It's crazy, because I would go shopping, and I would only get things that my family liked, and I wouldn't bother to get many things that I liked. But then I started to really disenjoy—disenjoy? Is that a word? It's a word now, to disenjoy, to not enjoy— all of my food experiences, dinner became a pain. I had no enjoyment from the food or the experience cause I was hangry and then I was eating food I didn't like. And so as I've started to incorporate more foods that I enjoy to our family meals because I want them, the more enjoyable the whole experience is. And my family could probably tell you I'm more enjoyable to be around, which makes dinner way more enjoyable for all of us. Another thing that I really enjoy is journaling and meditation. And so I try to make a point to do those things, right? To maybe postpone doing the laundry, to maybe not clean that room today and take that extra 10 to 20 minutes. Maybe even some days it's 30 to an hour, depending on what's happening that day, that I will spend just journaling and meditating and stretching because all of those things are really juvenating for me. Another thing is being with friends, that I will take time to connect with friends virtually or on the phone, and then I will block out times to go and be with them and to make sure that what we're doing is something that's fun and rejuvenating. So for example, I have a dear friend and we have both love nature. We both love journaling and thinking and meditating. And so we have decided that we're going to go camping for a night. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited that it'll be slow. It'll be rejuvenating for both of us and going to go kayaking. And so it's not that far away. It's And it's going to be cheap, right? We're going to go 40 minutes away, just the two of us. We're gonna be gone for about 24 hours, gonna go camping, gonna be on the lake and just enjoying nature, and then we'll come home. And so, the things that you want that are rejuvenating to you, that are, and if it's rejuvenating to you, it's probably also in the need section of your life, not just a want. But if I had waited, For my husband to be like, whoa, you're going crazy. You need to get out in nature. Let me set this up for you. It probably wouldn't have happened. Because we both have many, many things to think about. He's working. I'm working. We're both taking care of our kids. You know, and he's got a lot on his plate. I have a lot on mine. And so when I put forth the effort to make sure that I'm taken care of, he's so supportive. Because he knows the benefit that comes from it. So I went ahead and reached out, pitched the idea, set a date, make we're making the plans, and it's coming together, and I'm so stoked. So I want to offer to you to just start small or start with what feels most important and most prominent. Think about what you want. And if you're having a hard time of thinking about what you want, that you don't have, start by thinking about what you want that you already have and just get in the practice of wanting and being grateful for the wanting and enjoying the wanting. Then move to something smaller that you want that you feel is attainable. Could be a nap, could be going to bed early, could be eating some food that you enjoy, going to lunch with a friend, And just let it expand and let it grow inside of you and welcome it and enjoy it. And I promise this will really shift things. And when you can get your mind in this place of wanting in abundance and knowing that what you want matters and that there's enough to go around, there's enough in the world that you can have what you want, that you can have what you need that you will start to feel expansion and you will start to feel abundance and it feels so good. Now, if this is a topic that you want to discuss more, I would love to have a chat with you. Message me in my Instagram, it's Mamas Have Special Needs Too, and let's have a chat. Until next time, take care.